All right. Where do we start? I think the obvious. The Pop-Tart, man. The Pop-Tart wanted death last night, and he got it. What a what a fun gimmick, man. Um, Pop-Tart Bowl. Who even who even played? Like I feel like that's second. That's like secondary to the actual. Uh, you might disagree with me, but the Pop-Tart was the the king of college football last night. Kansas State beat who did they play? NC State. Yep. Kansas State beat NC State. But that Pop-Tart, man. Uh, let me ask you this because I was talking to Ethan about this, and he said he really didn't care about the game. He was just glued in because of the whole edible mascot pop tart gimmick uh what, where were you at on that game last night were you in for the the gimmick or were you in for the actual game uh, i was in for the the pop tart it was it was pretty <laughs> awesome yeah um it, here's my thing i've never been a huge bowl season guy and i think that every bowl game needs to have some sort of like crazy gimmick like that you know, it started a little bit with the Duke's Mayo Bowl. You know, they they dropped the Mayo. Uh, the Holiday Bowl, I think, drops eggnog on the coach now, that kind of thing. But the Pop-Tart Bowl put it up. They they ended yeah. up by having an edible mascot. No, I agree. I actually do really like bowl season. It's kind of one of my favorite things. The reason I wasn't in on this game is just because I had gone to see the new Aquaman. So I didn't really watch it, but I watched all the Pop-Tart videos later. Give me a quick five-second review of Aquaman 2. I think it's great. Honestly, I liked it more than the first one. I think because you already had all the background knowledge from the first one, the second one, it was a lot better to like movie, if that makes sense. Sounds good. Ethan, welcome. Guys, I thought whenever we said – I literally, in my head, I was like, oh, 9.30 p.m. tomorrow. Said on a few texts, morning and a.m., so <laughs> – uh, well, I woke up around like literally at 929 and I heard Heath talking about the Pop-Tart Bowl in the living room and I was like, oh, shoot. Hey, well, we'll get you. We'll get you. We'll get you linked in. We were just talking about how fun that gimmick was last night. You enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, my first words of the day are about the Pop-Tart Bowl. How special. I mean, it was a marvelous thing to see whenever he was just jumping up and down, getting ready to go in the toaster and. Oh, it was one of the best things I've ever seen. It was just wholesome. Um, you know, I think that we just need more of these bowl games that are just crazy. Um, like, I'm trying to come up with some other things that could happen. Like, maybe like the, you know, the the bounty or bounties paper towels. The What's a good toilet paper? Um, Charmin. You know, the Charmin toilet paper bowl where ever, afterwards, like, there's a life-size toilet mascot that everybody goes and takes a takes a square and wipes their butt with it you know what My i mean goodness, that went south very quickly i did not know where you were going yeah <laughs> i think you could do like a an espresso bowl everybody drinks coffee afterwards i don't know you, you could do a, a lot giant, of fun things is it a giant mascot filled with Ooh, here we go the kool-aid man bowl kool-aid bowl. <laughs> the kool-aid man there he just he 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 tilts his head to the right or to the left, and he pours Kool Aid into the players' mouths. How about that? You know what you could do? You could get like a pool company that sponsors a game. They play in Arkansas State Stadium because it got waterfalls. <laughs> and after the game, all the players go jump in the waterfall. That, yeah, that would be. 
Yeah. Uh, I love how you just brought up Arkansas State because they have waterfalls. Uh, <laughs> there is, isn't there a stadium that has a pool? Or is is that it really football? in college? It might be the Arizona Diamondbacks. So forgive me. But, you know, we're playing, we're playing bowl games in baseball stadiums now. Uh, that, yeah. Fenway, that Fenway Bowl looked so weird. Every time a punt happened and the camera went <laughs> up and I saw the green monster, it threw me off every time. Had the see had the teams on both uh, on the same side of the sideline. Yep, that's what I was about to say. That was interesting. I'm so glad SMU lost. Man, that made me happy. Why? Because they talked a lot of trash about how they were better than Liberty, how they should have gotten the New Year's Six bowl game, all this stuff, and then they lost to a six and six Boston College team. Uh, Kate, I need you to be brutally honest with me. How 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 scared are you about this game against this Fiesta Bowl against Oregon? I mean, honestly, I'm not scared. I'm not saying that. I mean, how Liberty, confident are you? I I think Liberty has a forty percent chance to win this game. Forty percent. Where'd you get I, those numbers? Uh, I would say Oregon should be favored, like they are. And what's the line on that game right now? 17. Oh, wow. I haven't checked. Yeah. Uh, but here's what I would say. Obviously, Oregon's had a lot of time to prepare. They have better athletes. Liberty's offensive scheme is so unique that I think that is going to – I mean, I just think that gives them a chance. And I think that, you know, the triple option just – fundamentally is designed to play teams who are more athletic than you because on if because you can take away some of their better athletes by how you scheme it up and the way, directions that you run the ball and different things and the reality is that Caden Salter is just as good an athlete as a lot of Oregon defenders now I wouldn't say that obviously top to bottom roster wise obviously they're better but I mean, Liberty is not devoid of talent, and I think you combine that. Like, like if Liberty is able to run the ball, then the game's going to be close because Liberty is going to shorten the game. Or I said the game's going to be close. They're going to have a shot to make it close because they can just control the ball if they're able to do that. That's what I would say. But obviously, like Oregon's a great team. Most likely, they do win. But crazy things happen in the Fiesta Bowl. My prediction: Liberty wins the first quarter. Okay. <laughs> I have a prediction. Yes, sir. This game is going to go to overtime. Whoa. I'm not going to pick who wins or loses. I'm just letting y'all know it is going to go into overtime. I'm okay with that. Hey, that'd be fun. Yeah. What would you rather, overtime and lose or win the first quarter, Kate? That's big. That's a quarter that you won. I'd rather win the first quarter because I have a chance to win the rest of the game. Is that what you're giving me? Like overtime and lose versus win the first quarter and you don't know? No, you're going to lose both games. <laughs> oh, well, no. If we're going to lose both, then I would rather go to overtime. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Bowl games are weird. You know, I mean, think think last year, Tulane beating USC in the in the Sugar Bowl, you know? Here's what I would say. Yeah. You, you know how there are just seasons when it's like it just feels like it's your season and stuff just happens and like it just goes your way. 
here's why the stars are aligning. Yeah, I've never had that experience as a Razorback fan. <laughs> this is actually the 50th anniversary of Liberty football. This is their 50th season, okay? And they've won every game. Like, just miracles have continued to happen. Who's to say that it can't happen one more time? Who's to say, man? This is just if a moment where I want to The spirit of Jerry Falwell is alive and well. He's roaming the, the sidelines somewhere. Ethan. I just want to thank Liberty for these 50 years of football. They have blessed us with a lot of memories from the days of Malik Willis roaming around the field and to the days of Hugh Freeze. Um, I really can't think past five years ago, actually. But I'm <laughs> sure the past 50 years have been wonderful. Um, they have made the sport so much better. I'll send you the, the mini doc that the school's been releasing every couple of days. They put out a five minute video for every 10 years. They've done the first four. <laughs> so what is that? Is that 50 minutes? Is that going to be a 50 minute total doc? Might no, it's going to be like 25 to 30. <laughs> Ethan, are you going to watch that? It's about five every time. It's on YouTube. I'll send I'd it. love nothing more than to sit down tonight with a hot cup of cocoa and learn about Liberty's history in the football field. They've had some good basketball teams, too. Yeah. And women's ba- – no, never mind. I don't think they have many good women's basketball teams. But Actually, that- our, uh, our women's coach is, like, incredible. They – well, for a mid-major. They have, like, 30 conference championships – but they've only won in March Madness twice. So it's coming. But on the come up. Hey, what's everybody just curious? What's everybody's favorite Pop Tart flavor? Who I think the cinnamon one. Cinnamon, huh? I like s'mores. S'mores? I like the this is a hot take. I don't even think they make it anymore because not enough people bought it. The unfrosted reduced fat strawberry Pop Tarts. With a glass of milk, oh my goodness, that was a that was a Heath Anderson delicacy back after high school and soccer matches. Oh. I've been hearing about people putting butter on their pop tarts. That might be something, especially if you toast it afterwards, or I guess you would toast it and then put the butter on the hot. That actually sounds pretty good. Something to try, maybe. Something to think about. Um, do you guys do the bowl challenges? Do you guys are you guys in any of those uh, bowl pickums? I am. How's that going for you? It's going good. Let me pull up my stats. Please quick. do. Please do. Nothing people like more than hearing people talk about their fantasy football teams or their pick'em challenges. Um, I can tell you I'm 13 and 11, which if most people that are doing it, they're like, oh, you're missing some games in there. You're right. I thought I <laughs> saved my picks before they all started, but I must have not hit save or something. So I look, I was like checking on day one of the games on how I was doing, and it said I hadn't picked anything. Ethan, and that's so, not you. That ESPN um, user interface can be kind of tricky sometimes as far as. Yeah, they got game. me. They got me. And so I was kind of heartbroken that I got behind the ball to start the bowl challenge. I named, I named my entry actually after I saw that I hadn't. I named my my entry bowel challenge, um, nice. um. But I've rebounded since. I'm thirteen and eleven. I'm in the Westerman Piggies. I think is the name of our group. Westerman Piggies challenge. I think I'm fifth out of seven. Which, considering I missed the first five, four or five games, 
isn't that bad. No, you're doing fine, brother. You're doing fine. I'm 17 and 12 myself. Wow. Went on a three-game win streak last night at Kansas State. Rutgers. I had Rutgers beat Miami. Miami stinks. I'll say it. And then Arizona, the third-best team in the Pac-12, getting it done. What a fun second half that was. Just wow. uh, It looked like Oklahoma was controlling, and then all of a sudden they had five turnovers, and uh, Arizona was making play after play after play. So congrats to the Wildcats on that one. Yeah, I'm 15 and 14, which is still top 76 percentile. But I started out incredible. I started out in the 99th percentile. I was 7 and 1. And then I've tapered off a little bit since then, obviously. Man was on a hot streak. Do you guys do the uh, the confidence picks where each game it goes higher points every time and then you have to pick which one you have more confident in to get more points for it? That's yeah, my – I was go. going to say, yeah, but I kind of wish we – I just did straight up because I don't know how to – like, I don't know. I, I get too lazy and I just don't even – I just do in order. <laughs> Their picks are they reach the point where there's no rhyme or reason to it. I'm just like, I actually don't know if I have more faith in the avocados for Mexico bowl or the Pop Tart bowl. Just yeah. So that's actually my favorite version. I'm in a group though that like I didn't make, I just got invited to. And we're picking against the spread. And oh, I have like very limited knowledge on how to bet. So some of these I didn't know exactly what I was doing, but I was like, I've watched enough of these teams to think who's going to win. So, like, Oklahoma really messed me up last night because they were in control, and I took them plus one and a half, and then they just lost by a lot. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. The spread one, to me, is the hardest one because I just don't understand betting. Yeah, Cade, my goal in life is to get you addicted to sports betting within the next six <laughs> weeks. So. Um, yeah, that, that one sounds interesting. I like just pick them, you know. It's easier. I don't have to think about it as much. But still, like betting, you know, you, you don't know where it's going to go. Uh, for the rest of bowl season, do, do you guys have a lock for one of these games that you definitely think this team's going to win? I mean, my heart wants to say Liberty. <laughs> Just stay away from that game. Don't even think about it. Should yeah. I bet the house on Liberty? I, I would. I would. Uh, <laughs> I would advise against that. Hey, I actually lied. I think I. Uh, I'm fourteen and eleven because last night I picked up a dub with Arizona. While I'm there, you go. Good pick. Good pick. Um, you know, I think that my lock, if I'm choosing one, is going to have to be the Georgia Bulldogs, to wipe out Florida State. I just think that everything's trending in that direction. That's fair. Florida State's lost, like, all of their players. They're all opting out. I don't know about Georgia. I think Brock Bowers isn't playing, but still, yeah, that's that's a good call. Is Sam Hartman playing for Notre Dame? Sam Hartman is playing for Notre Dame. I'm 90% sure. Let me check real quick for you. Sam Hartman. He isn't playing for Notre Dame in the no. summer. He's going to skip Never mind. to prep for NFL draft. What about Jaden Daniels for LSU? Jaden Daniels? Good grief. That's the other thing about bowl season, man. All these guys, 
Although, you know, it's it's kind of a pros and cons, right? Because all these these players opt out. But then you have uh, just random dudes coming in, and sometimes they ball out. Yeah. Uh, like the backup quarterback for USC had, what, four or five touchdowns? Six, maybe? Against Louisville? Like, he looked really good. Well, I was going to say the quarterback for Western Kentucky, Caden is his first name, don't remember his last name. But he – was third string quarterback, first string guy opted out. He and th- this guy entered the portal, but he he suited up for the game just for depth. Second string guy was garbage. Threw like two picks. They were down twenty eight to nothing. They throw this guy in, third stringer in the transfer portal, leads them on a thirty five to like twenty eight comeback. Throws like five touchdowns or something, and uh, and then he announced the other day. He said, I'm back. All right. I love it. No one else outside of Bowling Green, Kentucky cares about this, but their fan base going crazy on the Twitters because he's back. And they thought they didn't want him. He's third string back and quarterback. And then he wins the bowl game. Hey, I can tell you're excited. And you know what? After your speech just now, I'm excited that that guy's back for Bowling Green. That's what bowl season's about, man. Random guys come in, they step up, and they get it done. They deserve that Bowling Green. That's a hungry fan base. That's a passionate. Well, it's, it's Western Kentucky. They're just in Bowling Green, Kentucky. It's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I take I take it back. Yeah, I'm they, very excited. I was I was really happy for Bowling Green for a second. Um, I was way off. Yeah. Never mind. I Western Kentucky. I'm glad you're glad. Uh, my lock would be, I think, for Iowa to beat Tennessee seven to three. I I think every year they just make these games ugly against, and it's always against an SEC team. Like last year against Kentucky, they made it look ugly, and I think they won thirteen seven, something like that. So I expect the same thing to happen again. Iowa, my lock of the bowl season. That's all I got. What about y'all? Anything else? I'm excited to watch Ohio State, Missouri. I was about to say that. I think that's a really underrated bowl game. Like, you know, I think Missouri has a good shot at winning this game. I think they have a very good shot at winning this game. Ohio State has a lot of guys opting out, including. Yeah, I don't know about their quarterback. That's what I'm, I don't know. Yeah, he's not. And you know that for Missouri, this is, I hate whenever people say this, so I'm just kidding. Um, But I am going to say it still. You know, for Missouri, this is their Super Bowl. Uh, you know, they're never going to – it's never going to get better than this again, probably. I mean, the biggest game in Eli Drinkwitz tenure at Missouri by far, so. Uh, I will say they pieced together a pretty good off season too. He might be in the kitchen cooking. Hey, we've said it about Eli Drinkwitz all year, man. This guy, this guy knows what he's doing. He's a really good coach. Yes, he's corny. But, I mean, Missouri's going to be a good football team for years to come. Yeah, that's what you've been saying. I, I don't put my name on that. Yeah, that's what I've been saying, Kate. But I'm going to go ahead and just assess it to all of us, okay? May I ask you a question? What do you want to be? You want to be on the side of lies, Cade? <laughs> um, I, okay, you go, Ethan. I, I was just going to ask Keith. Uh, he said it before the season um, that he thinks Texas is going to be, and there's a word, that I'm not willing to say yet. Uh, back? Are they? 
yeah, I, uh, you know what, guys? I'll toot my horn. I was right about Missouri. I was right about Texas. Okay. They're in the playoffs. The other team is in a, a New Year's Six Bowl. What are they calling them now? Because they're not all played on New Year's. Are they still called the New Year's Six? Yeah, Bowl? that's what they're still called. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense because they're not all played. Like that, yeah. like Liberty and, well, they play January 1st. Never mind. Yeah. Missouri and Ohio State, they play tonight? Yep. Yeah, so it's weird. Anyway, um, Texas is back, Ethan. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, but what if they get destroyed by Washington? Do you think that's going to happen, though? I think it could. Washington beat Texas last year. Sure, but and it's last year. I'm just saying, if Washington wins, I mean, obviously it's a good year for Texas, but I don't know, we'll see. I mean, when they come in the SEC, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be and, interesting. Uh, I saw a funny tweet that was like, Oklahoma ends the year with the loss to Big 12 newcomer Arizona as they and fellow bottom dweller tech or fellow SEC bottom dweller Texas entered the SEC. It was pretty funny. I like that. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, I mean, that to be honest with you, that Washington Texas game is probably my most anticipated game of the of the bowl season. I think it's going to be really fun back and forth. Uh, there's no telling how many points and yards are going to be put up. Alabama, Michigan is going to be fun too, I think, because it's literally just best team all year versus Saban. I'm going with Saban, man. I'm going Michigan. My my uh, my playoffs is going to be Michigan and Texas, and then Michigan beats them in the national championship. That's my that's my prediction. Michigan Texas would be a beautiful color battle uniform. Yeah, we should predict. I I think that it's going to be. Bama, Texas, or I'm sorry, Bama, Washington. And I think that Bama's going to win. Should Saban, should he retire like that if he wins? I don't know why he would stop. I heard heard Paul Feinbaum talking about it, and it was the first time after someone said it looks like Saban might retire, just some random, you know, there's random guys that call in, they act like they know everything. But Paul, like, didn't say no necessarily. And that that's a guy that knows stuff. You know what I mean? Paul Feinbaum in the past has been like, no, he's not gonna retire. But this time he's like, I don't think he knows yet. Yeah, I I mean, unless he has some health stuff, I just don't think that guy's ever gonna stop. Like until he, he until he's he like, on an island in Georgia. That's all I'm saying. Look at the real estate Cade. He bought a big house on an island in Georgia. He might have bought an island. I, I, I'm not fully aware of what real estate he bought, but he bought real estate. Just saying. I think, I think our good Saint Nick hates all that's going on with NIL and transfer portal, and it might be a time if he was to go out with this master class of a coaching job he did this year, from the benching of Jalen Milrow to um, – to beating Georgia in the SEC title game. If he was to go out with a natty and with all the challenges that come ahead, I mean, he might know that this might not happen again. And he might just decide to do his Peyton Manning right off in the wind and find his nearest boat to Georgia. Is that how he's I getting- don't know. I, I just feel like he's in his, in his career right now, you're especially in a 12-team playoff, He's going to compete for a national championship every year. 
And if you're not, if you, like, if you're physically and mentally able, I don't know why he would stop now. Yeah, I mean, he only knows coaching, so that's a good point, Cade. Ethan, what's your playoff prediction? I am going to roll with Alabama versus Texas. We get a rematch of what happened in week two, and I'm going to say it. Texas is your national champion this year. Oh, he's fully back. He's fully on the their back train. I couldn't even bring myself to do it. I think Michigan is the best team. May I produce a hypothetical? Okay. Yes. Now, either is Texas undefeated? They're undefeated, right? No, they lost to Oklahoma. Oh, that's right. Okay. So either Texas or Bama wins and Liberty wins. And Liberty is the only undefeated team in the country. Dare Liberty declare themselves national champions? No, you know, when you said the word hypothetical, I said, how is he going to bring Liberty into this playoff talk? And he did it. Uh, you know what, Cade? If if Texas or Alabama wins and Liberty also wins, you have every right to call Liberty the national champion. How about that? I'll give it here's, to you. Here's what I would say. Here's what I would do personally. I would say I'm not saying we're national champions. But I'm not saying we're not. We're going to leave it in a gray area. What I would hope would happen is Liberty would put up a big thing in their stadium that would say, only undefeated team in 2024. That, I think, is classy. That's classy? Yeah. I like that idea. A little UCF action, a little bit more classy, though, probably. I would love to see the Flames be the only team standing at the end of the year in the undefeated column because you know what that would do? That would just that would just tell you that they're so here to stay. You know what I mean? With Hugh Freeze, you were like, you were like, uh, you know, this is a good Liberty team, but only because of Hugh. And then this guy by the name of Jamie uh, Chadwells, Jamie yep. Chadwells comes in, and he has just made them back and better than they were with Hugh. They're here to stay. They might be the best team that's outside of the Power Five right now. Um, you know, and they might be they might be the next one to climb in the conversation of hey, do we give them the invite? Do we do we does the Big Twelve call Liberty and say hey, you could add some value? If the ACC starts hard. losing teams, call us. So, or state looks like they're starting the starting the parade to get out of the ACC. But well, on that note, guys, I'm going to call it. I believe this was a fun episode, and I think we got it on under 30 minutes. How about that? So uh, we'll be back probably after the the playoffs, uh, the semifinals, right before the national championship. We'll, we'll we'll break down that championship game, whoever ends up being in it, and uh, then we'll get into off season stuff. Ooh, we got to figure that out. What we're going to do for that? So uh, everybody, have a good one. Thank you for listening.